Shit. Guessed accurately. It's me, ladies and gents. Weezy F, baby. Please say the baby. Be gangster that. Weezy, Weezy. Gangster grills. All up in your grilling. Drama, I let you know. I won't lose me, y'all. This is a dedication. Dedication. Uh huh. We are back, and uh, I'm excited to uh, introduce you guys in this week because I'm doing something different, something a little special. Uh, this is what I like to call a dedication week. What we will be doing is covering all of Lil Wayne's mixtapes that are called the dedication. We're going through one through six. We'll be dropping one episode a day, and today you're starting off with the first one of uh, Lil Wayne's dedication series and you know how i do i gotta bring a friend with me uh so nico for show please introduce yourself hey nico for show uh i'm a rapper dj if you ever need any dj <laughs> services feel free to call me up uh you can check out me and my homie kingston's music at www.soundcloud slash w2 TPW. That's an acronym for Welcome to the Powwow. <laughs> Word. And if uh, you like what Nico's saying, the way he breaks down music, you're probably going to like his music too. And uh, just a little taste, they be rapping over like the tightest funk beats you'll hear. So uh, <laughs> check them out if you got some time. And uh, with that being said, we're going to hop into this background check. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. I just told you. That's who I think I am. The guy, Lil Wayne. I'm going to do this background check a little different since this is about the series, not about Lil Wayne. I'm just going to give you a background check on the uh, the first dedication. This is the first of the series, obviously. It dropped in December 2005. It follows up the Carter II, both projects being dropped in the same year. The mixtapes are being hosted by DJ Drama, also produced by him. The title dedication is a... Uh, is a nod, a dedication to all the fallen soldiers, hence why like the closing track on this project is a live performance of Miss My Dogs from Wayne. So this is kind of like a dedication to all the fallen soldiers. That's why on the cover he has his shirt off around the shoulder, trying to, you know, look like a thug that's mourning the homies. Mm-hmm. You know, and um mm-hmm. with that being said. Nico Fuchot, how are you feeling about this dedication? you have any thoughts to bring uh, up about whether how you was feeling before you hopped back into it in 2018 or your thoughts when uh, this tape first dropped and you're getting into it for the first time? Well, going into it, I was definitely excited uh, to listen to it again because I remember when it first came out and I remember listening to it and uh, I was very interested to see how it would hold up after 13 years. Yeah. So it was some mixed feelings, but uh, I was definitely excited to listen back to it. Yeah, for me, man, um, back in the early 2000s, I was uh, the biggest Lil Wayne fan that I knew. I wasn't saying I was the biggest one in the world, but uh, I was rocking with uh, with Wayne. I was uh, listening to all the mixtapes. I was early on Carter 1. I was loving uh, that Wayne. Carter 2 Wayne. Uh, Carter 2 personally is my favorite um mixtape i mean album from wayne so uh this one coming right after it kind of is like the heat run for me and so i'm trying to go back when i'm listening 13 years later to be like i wonder if this mixtape is really good the way i remember it (laughs) or is it kind of like based on the competition 
this this mixtape at the time seemed like a little bit better than it actually is. So I'm kind of ready to figure that out on this uh, review. Mm-hmm. That being said, Nico for show. Sure. Let's hop into our highlight record. Bow down and kneel to greatness. All right, man. It's time to bow down to some of the greatness on this project. This project has whew, a lot of songs. Almost 30, 29. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <All> right. <laughs> and with uh, Nico for show, sure, this is the highlight side. Of, I think you have a lot of songs to pick from. What song yeah. was your highlight record? What would you say is the best song on this mixtape? My highlight record without a doubt, is going to be bass speed. Smith Spitter, man. Gangsta Grills, Mac Man, we see young couple, I see you. See my girl Gangsta Grizzly, money, that's my top commitment. Y'all niggas just talking, y'all politicians. But let me get slick real quick, like Rick, without the patch on my eye, take a patch out the stock. Oh, nice. Coming up in the Livewire days, or Limewire days, excuse me, I always knew the song as Politician. <laughs> uh, that green lily pad yeah. had, uh, <laughs> had people mixed up with uh, features and yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah. Currency was on it. Uh, big fan of Currency. Uh, I almost look at him as two different people because I knew who he was back in the Young Money days, but I really didn't pay that much attention to, to him. But looking back, he always had those skills that I came to appreciate later on in life. Uh, it's just Wayne, you know, going over a nice little bass beat. Talking this shit, man. Just talking this shit. Get that money. That's my top commitment. Y'all just talking, y'all politicians. Let me get slick real quick. Like, wait. It was just like yeah. a crazy wordplay. <laughs> like, did he come up with this on the top of his head? Because if he did, that's crazy. But if he wrote it, I'm still pretty impressed too. Yeah. And uh, I, I do have to shout out a friend of mine who got me hit to Lil Wayne because that was one of the songs he would always sing along to. And uh, I had this friend when I first went to Granada High School in Livermore, ninth grade, Willie Finley. Shout out Willie Finley. Willie Finley, yeah. I haven't seen you in years, man, but I hope you're doing all right. He was from East Oakland, and his favorite two rappers were Cassidy and Lil Wayne. And this is before anyone in Livermore really knew. Was up all way, yeah. And he he would uh, come over, download all these songs on Livewire, make burnt CDs, and then he would leave them around for me, and I just listened to them and. Uh, it's just a fond memory to look back at because, man, he ended up moving away sophomore year and I've never seen him again. So that song has a special place in my heart. That's beautiful. And I, <laughs> I would say uh, I like that story you brought up because it it's like kids these days, they won't they won't have that friendship built on burnt CDs the way mm-hmm. uh, yeah. our friendships were built on. <laughs> so those were the good old days. Let me stop reminiscing. And, and, uh, so uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to hop into my highlight record and it's track 22, uh, One King. It's your money, on this record, Wayne jumps on that Slim Thug 3 King beat. I fuck with this instrumental. Anytime you go and chop up Lil Wayne ad-libs and work it into an instrumental, I'm just gonna fuck with it more more times than not. The beat feels gritty and bright at the same time. I don't know how that's possible, but somehow it is. And a solid verse from Wayne, he hits us with, um, I mean, solid hook from Wayne, hits us with bars like, when we hit the club, everybody knows our name, Weezy F Baby, Currency, Mac Man. They leaving all the ugly bitches in the rain. 
<laughs> that's cold. <laughs> you know how you could tell a rapper is really feeling himself, Nico? Hmm. They open their verse by saying, I'm that nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> so you could you could hear that like Way was really feeling himself on this record. Yeah. Wayne got all the bitches. And they cooking up that dope, hooking up with each other and uh, even hooking up with the plug. And that's what gets Wayne the price for the Lolo. So it's safe to say that on this record, Wayne is living his best life and he's not even tripping off death threats. He's cooling. Peak Track 22, Wayne's Pure Confident Record, and that's why it's titled One King. One King. How you feel about that, Nico, for sure? Man, you hit hit the nail on the coffin with that. I don't think anybody who wasn't alive or around for that era realizes how big Lil Wayne really was in that moment and how influential he was. Say Drake is like LeBron James, Lil Wayne is definitely Kobe, like... The kids nowadays <laughs> know who he is, but they only saw him in his older stage. They yeah, don't, they don't get it all the way. Yeah, they don't get it all the way. I was trying to tell some seventh graders the other day, man, Lil Wayne was a man. Like, all the girls loved him. Even, I mean, they just loved him. I don't know why. I mean, I don't mean to sound rude or anything, but... But he's pretty funny looking. Yeah, he's he's kind of strange looking. You got face tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you got face tattoos and the girls still love you, then... It's probably not your looks. It, yeah, it's charisma. He had charisma, man. Yeah. He had the juice. He had the juice for sure. All right, man. With uh, with closing out all that, let's go into the general side of this podcast. Special cloth alert. Big bezel alert. Pinky ring. It's special cloth. Look at the fabric somewhere. All right, man. Uh, special cloth. So Wayne Wayne mixtapes are pretty simple. Mm-hmm. He takes your favorite rapper's beats. Mm-hmm. He flips it. He makes it his own. With that being said, what beats did Wayne take that was worth jacking on this mixtape? Man, I think the You're Gonna Love Me one was always one of my favorites. I think that was a Backwoods, I Yeah, say. Backwoods, You Gonna Love Me. Yeah, I love it when Wayne hops on those like soulful type of beats. Me too, man. Uh, anytime that beat comes up, it just makes me happy. Like, like if you don't like that beat, man, honestly, I don't want to even kick it with you. <laughs> Wade is just in his pocket, only uh, he only fucking with bitches that fuck bitches, and uh, the flow just really felt effortless on that record. And uh, even though Wayne wasn't delivering the greatest verse of all time, you could just kind of feel his confidence dripping off that record. And uh, you gonna love me is always a record I go into. And one record I want to bring up is. Uh, alchemist shit, yeah. and then to me, this is this is just my favorite beat on the album. It was yeah. really close to being my highlight. This beat's from Mob Deep's Backwards, produced by Alchemist. That's why you got the title. Firehook from Currency can't help this fetish from fucking other niggas' hoes. That's forever pimp. Wayne uh, drops one of my favorite bars on the mixtape, like Bushwick Bill. Bitch, give me three feet. Like, <laughs> like that's funny. I love yeah. when Wayne being funny like that, tongue in cheek Wayne. I think yeah. it's like very underappreciated. Yeah, and Weezy F baby. And on this record, the F is for fucking your girl. So keep your lady close. <laughs> <laughs> How you feel about that, uh, Man, that was that was also a highlight record of mine for sure. Definitely. And yeah, just the rhyme play and how he would he was stretching it man i don't think anyone was really using similes and metaphors the way he was and he was just having fun with it 
going crazy. It was it was a fun time to be listening to Lil Wayne. <laughs> um, is there any like other beats you want to bring up that you like that he flipped? I, I could uh, give a couple examples. Sure. Uh, I mean, of course, the bass beat because that's my highlight track. I just love that one because growing up in the hyphy age, that song would fit right into a hyphy playlist. Word. With no issue. <laughs> Mr. Fab could follow up that bass beat record real nice. Yeah. And uh, for me, I'm going to bring up this track. Feel free to chime in, Nico. Uh, Stilettos, man. This beat's mm-hmm. from Crime Mob St- Stilettos. And look, to me, the Wayne mix is not close to the original song. But what makes the original so hard was the hook. Yeah. And since Wayne can't sing, Stilettos pumps in the club. We rockin' Stilettos, ho. We rockin' Stilettos, ho. <laughs> you know, the song just takes immediate hit because it doesn't have that. Yeah. But even with the handicap, I think Wayne does a solid job of just flipping the track. There's no hook. Good choice. And Wayne uh, is hitting us with personality on this record. My favorite moment of the mixtape is when he's talking about his experience at the Hamptons. Where he's like, uh, where the maid or whatever comes over and is like, you want a hammock? And he's like, what the fuck is a hammock? <laughs> and, then, and then he goes to the restaurant and he orders a sandwich. <laughs> and a uh, chef is like, where is the sand? What the fuck is a sandwich? Is <laughs> like, lamping in the hip is like, what the fuck is a hammock? The chef up in the kitchen, like, what the fuck is a sandwich? I'm like, we gotta find middle ground. We need balance. It's just I love personality like that from yeah. Wayne. It's tr- like uh, it's something where I believe like him not writing bars allows him to come up with things like that. Him freestyling is yeah. kind of just like a stream of conscious yeah. that allows you to come up with kind of silly bars like that. But when you kind of break it down, you kind of see like the meaningful weight behind them. Yeah, there's an intelligence behind them. To yeah, be able to say something like that. Cause he even follows it up with bars about like we need more middle ground. There's too much lost in like uh, translation between the rich and not rich. Mm-hmm. Philosopher Wayne tried to tell us about the uh, classism divide in America years ago. Yeah, and uh, nobody was recognizing it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's pretty crazy to think about that. Did you uh, did you like that record? Anything you got to add to that? Yeah, definitely. And I just think his intellect shines through. Uh, I think this uh, mixtape. Dedication to which we'll get into later. That was like the takeover, but I think this was a major foreshadowing of what was to come when it came from what to expect from this guy, because he just took it over, man. He's going over other people's beats to the point where I don't even remember a lot of the originals, but I know his. Yeah, word, that's tight, yeah. And then uh, these dedications, uh, mixtapes, they full of features, usually from Young Money, Cash Money uh, rappers. But you'll catch a, a random rapper on the tape from time to time. So were there any features on this project that stood out? I think this one specifically might have been the least feature heavy outside of a Young Money artist. Right. But is there anything you would like to say about the uh, feature uh, features on this project? As far as the features, listening back, I was sleeping on Currency back. I know I said it earlier, yeah. but I was sleeping on him, man, because he's got that same flow that he has nowadays. But I think he was even a little more hungry back then. Yeah. And he could just, he had a little more bounce to his flow. Yeah, it's funny hearing this uh, currency, like Young Money, Cash Money currency, and then hearing the currency now because, like, there is a clear difference between the two, and there is, like, clear similarities between the two, which is, like, weird because, like, now, uh, I believe it was on this mixtape where uh, currency smoked so much weed with Wayne, and he says he can't even read. He smoked Uh so much weed. 
And then uh, and then now it's like currency is the weed rapper. Yeah. And it's like it's funny to kind of see like the start of it and like and him kind of progressing as an artist trying to figure out what he likes what he's into and what he even likes to rap about because the shit he's rapping about on this mixtapes to me is kind of drastically different than yeah. the uh, stuff he's rapping about on his mixtapes currently more abrasive and in your face yeah it's kinda... it's a wane touch on his verses yeah. at all times for sure before he polished it yeah and then uh for me just a quick breakdown of like majority of the features uh, Mac Main is on this project a lot. Yeah. He's on Young Money Property. He's on So Smooth. Please say the baby. And Mac Main verses are forever just okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah. if you ask me, let me. As a matter of fact, let me ask you, Nico. Huh. Would you rather have a Mac Main verse, or would you just have? Or would you rather have DJ Drama talk for thirty seconds? Ooh, that's a tough one, right? DJ Drama, I mean, he keeps the grills, you bastards. People work out going, kind of make you start scrolling for another song. Word, so word. I, and no offense to him, but it, it just drags. I don't get it. I All just right, don't yeah. get it. So I, the answer is clear. DJ Drama for thirty seconds, please. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, rapper Boom, who is like so regular that you probably forgot. Mm-hmm. He was a Young Money artist too, right. and uh, he was on records like "Please Say the Baby," mm-hmm. "So Smooth," "Young Money Property," and over here. Uh, and he's just another rapper like Mac Main who just feels like filler. To me, he could easily be easily be replaced by DJ Drama talking about how he really do this. And uh, currency is on bass beat, Young Money property, so smooth. Please say the baby and alchemist shit. We touched on it earlier. Currency is just pretty solid, uh, and it's interesting just to hear his verses, just because he's still popping right now. So you kind of you get a different listen from Currency list going back hearing these verses than you do right now. I don't think he ever gives us any rapping moments to blush about, but he also never gave me no rapping moments I cringed about neither. So right, right. It, it washes out. And uh, before we flip over to the negative side, is there anything you got to say about like the skits on this project? I enjoy the skits. I yeah. enjoy Wayne talking, you know, just kind of keeping it, keeping it personal. That's what it seemed like the dedication was. It was more so giving you an insight into his mind, him as a person. Uh, and those really brought it home as far as giving you that vibe that you're having a conversation with that guy and he's really letting you into his world. Yeah, for me, like the skits were like uh, uh, helped me along the project, finish the project. Because these are, don't get me wrong, these are not the greatest songs in the world. They're interesting, they're worth a listen, definitely. But what the skits do is kind of give you that Wayne personality, flushes out the personality he's giving you on the songs. And then uh, with the skits, it kind of brings you in a little bit closer, makes the songs feel more fuller because through the skits, you get to meet Lil Wayne more. Mm-hmm. You get to understand more about his personality. So when you get to songs where you be like, damn, Lil Wayne's rapping about, you know, putting his uh, thumb in some bitch's butt again. Like, <laughs> okay. But with the skits, for some reason, when he, he'll he'll prelude that with a skit about, you know, when he was fucking a girl on the road. Right. And then it helps kind of like make that song that's about, you know, just fucking hoes, which we get all the time feel a little bit more fuller yeah so i i I really appreciate the skits i I think the skits on dedication one is 
probably some of the better skits I've heard on a mixtape. Yeah, definitely. And this was such a blueprint for mixtapes in the yeah. future. Yeah. Yeah. And then with that being said, we showed a lot of love. Let's hop over to the dislike side of this podcast. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody. Like, at all. Nobody. So, it's very simple. <laughs> all right, man. Nico, for sure. Uh... You want to let me know what you're not fucking with on this project? Yeah, and I would say with this one, it's more so than any particular song. It's just a certain vibe that I've kind of grown out of. That I said, I don't know. Uh, it, may, it may sound like I'm on a soapbox, but it just sounds kind of juvenile to me sometimes. All the the gun wordplay and stuff like that was the stuff that drew me to it as a kid. Yeah. But looking back at it now, I'm like, uh, that was kind of a toxic subject matter yeah all right i think there was one where i was listening to it today and he was saying something about like tell the judge to wait for me or something and then i was saying well you got your ass eventually because you were <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so i don't know I, I believe in you know you manifest what you speak of so that kind of thing i know it was part of his rise and it was such a vital part of his success but at the same time, I, I do kind of cringe at some of those lines. Yeah, a lot of the bars Wayne delivers, he's like swinging for home run hits. He's either going to be super funny or like just like play into like the rapper stereotype so much that it's kind of enduring. Yeah. But like sometimes he plays in it to a point that it's just kind of like cringeworthy. You're like, you begin to believe like, come on, man. You've been rapping since you were like 16 years old or even before that, since you were like 10. Yeah. So all this gangster stuff that you're rapping about is you're kind of manifesting it on your own because you're a rapper on the road constantly. Right. So what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, for me, man, I would say what I dislike is just a young money artist. To me, there's just no no need for them to be anywhere on this project. That's true. And it's a clear example, and a clear example of that. Please say the baby, which is just if you look at the uh, title, the feature says uh, featuring Young Money, yeah. And so you pretty much get all of them. You get currency, you get a uh, boo, and you get Mac Main on that song. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, I'm just dying for that song to end. <laughs> the beat on this record is the embodiment of early 2000s. It's a fun beat that pushes you to the Harlem Shake shoulder dance to it. Mm -hmm. And Wayne opens uh, his first verse with a flow that just brings you in by continually changing his flow pattern, the pace of his verse. It's super dope. And then as soon as Mac Main comes in with that terrible hook where he says, I will rat a tat 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 on you dog hoes. I rat tat 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 on you dog hoes. The song just instantly becomes silly. The the verse from Boo is just I'm made I'm mentally begging for that verse to end because it's just nothing there for me to grab onto. Yeah. And then uh, I gotta listen to another Mac Main rat a tat tatting on these dog hoes <laughs> hook. And uh this song had so much potential but ended up being unbearable to listen to on this mixtape. Yeah. Track twenty four, please say the baby, hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. You know what I call that? I call it uh, Mac Dre syndrome. There's so many Mac Dre songs where he delivers you a good verse. Yeah. And then the guy who's on it, and the beat's great, but the guy who's on it with him, you just, you can't bear it. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's a clear difference between the artist that is hosting this song and his friends that he brought on along onto yeah. the song. It's like here's a real rapper and here's the rapper's friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, 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 it and it shows. Yeah. And uh, with that being said, uh, I would say real quick before we uh, head out to our grades. I would say this mixtape is a little long, a little fat, but this is early 2000s we're talking. No. Uh, people aren't curating their mixtapes yet. People no. aren't treating their mixtapes like albums. People at this time are still treating their mixtapes like mixtapes. Right. <laughs> you know, these are the golden days where you know when an artist drops a mixtape that it's a mixtape. So yeah. it, it, it's yeah. nice to know the difference and... um yeah, man. But I would just say it's a little too long, but that's what he was going yeah. for at that point. Just yeah. rapping his He's ass just rapping. Off. He just wants to show you he go rap and uh, give me your favorite rapper beat. I'll do it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, let's hop over to our grade. Nico, for sure, you've been going first a lot. So I'll give my grade first. I'll say this mixtape is uh, far from perfect, but it doesn't need to be the energy and the tone of this mixtape is what makes it special. The fact that you could tell Wayne is just enjoying himself uh, makes the takes his mixtape a long way. I don't love this mixtape, but I love its energy. It does take me back to 2005. Yeah, it yeah. does kind of show like what Wayne is about to do with Carter Carter Three and the yeah. mixtape run that he goes on. Like this is the foundation that Wayne built his house on. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but uh, I give this mixtape. A solid C. This is the one that started it all. Yeah. So, uh, Nico, for sure, flow is yours. I give it a C as well. I give it a C as well. Just historical significance, too. Just, I know Dedication 2 is probably the most influential of them, but there would be no Dedication 2 without the Dedication. The album cover itself, you can't give it any lower than a C. That's an iconic album cover. Yeah, right it, it show is. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and the energy and everything, I mean, it has its flaws and it does run long, but given all the all the positives about it, I wouldn't be able to give it anything lower than a C. Word. All right, man. Uh, we pretty much covered everything you need to know about uh, Dedication Wayne Mixtape, uh, the first one. And uh, stick along for the whole week because we'll be going through each, each one, one through six, dropping one every day. So... Uh, if you like this one, come back tomorrow. We'll have another one for you. And uh, Nico, for sure, thank you for coming on this podcast. Make sure you guys um, hit up that SoundCloud. Nico, for sure, drop it one more time. Yeah, www.soundcloud forward slash W2TPW. That's W2TPW. Yeah, so if you like the knowledge he's dropping on here, check the music. You know, maybe it'll go hand in hand. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Stay blessed.